Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the second half of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be speaking with singer By Hayes, uh, give me one second. I'm going to add him onto this call here. Uh, we, we'll give you a we'll check in with him. He should be there. Good morning, Bye Hayes. Good morning. Hi. Sorry about that. We got disconnected. Um, I'm on the show. It's live right now. And um, I want to thank you so much for coming, you know, waking up this morning and speaking with me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I love a morning. A good morning. Your love of, I, you're very spiritual. I was looking through your Instagram and um, your Twitter and things like that. You are very peaceful, calm, it seems. How do you stay that way considering all that's happening right now in the world? How do you keep that? You know, I've learned that through routine and like ritual, whether that be just having like a time where you wake up in the morning, you journal, you get your thoughts out. You pray, you know, I make prayer a priority. Um, and then I have, you know, a tribe of friends and family that I constantly check in with whenever I have those moments when the world gets to be a little bit too much. Um, walking, you know, just just really being intentional, spending time in nature, stuff like that are things that kind of refill my cup whenever I'm feeling a little overwhelmed because <laughs> crazy time. Yeah. Now you mentioned journaling. Um, I remember I read this book called The Artist Way. I'm not sure if you're familiar, I but it's, love that book. you love that book. Oh my God. It's, I I can't, I, <laughs> okay. I've read that book. Mine is like all been up and everything. I, I probably need a new one. Me too. Uh, right. Um, let, let me just tell the audience, if, if you're an artist or even if you're not, this book is really so it challenges you in ways that you can't imagine. It seems so simple, but it's so powerful. Wouldn't you agree, by Hayes? I, I totally agree. Um, because I'm I'm a big like even before the book, I was journaling. I always would use that as a practice. But when they kind of framed it in a sense of like your morning pages, and you kind of give yourself a chance to get your thoughts out and assess what you know things keep showing up for you in your writing, you mm-hmm. really have like the opportunity to like 
get to know how your mind works and work with your mind rather than have your mind work against you. And ooh, like the deep dives and the the things that you were able to unearth and like teach yourself how to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's great because like creative process sometimes you could get really cerebral and judge yourself before giving the creation idea a chance to be born and be birthed. So I love that book. I want to play some of your music. I'm going to play the the single breathe just so people can hear some of what you're doing. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Hold on. <laughs> When I saw your face, I thought that I was dreaming. I looked up in your eyes and then I found a reason. Free the aura going brighter than the Mona Lisa. You in your season, but there's something that I got to teach you. Now, clear your mind a little, need to slow down. Meditate a little, see it's easy now. Just wait and see. You got to trust the process, let it be. I really like your style, I like your flow. I'm loving how your skin and now it glows. It's something deeper that I want to see. There's something in your eyes telling me you want to be. The breath is such a powerful thing. I mean, that alone, a lot of people have tension and they're not really breathing in their diaphragm. It's like in their chest, mm. you know? Seriously. That, that, that's something. Now, as a singer... Do you use different techniques? You know, you went to school. Um, how how has technique and breathing helped you with your singing? Yeah, you know, that's something that I'm constantly working through and working towards. Because um, I did go to school, but I went to school for, like, um, actually, like, nonprofit work and got my master's in that. Um, but I, I, I haven't done, like, official, like, music school yet. Mm-hmm. So open to it. But I've had training here and there. And I've learned that, you know, breathing through your diaphragm is, is really like a training. It's a muscle. And sometimes you just have to really sit down, put your hand on your stomach and, and challenge yourself to place the breath in the right position so that even when you use your voice, you're not straining. Because like, I've had to I've had to experience that before. And it taught me like, oh, I have to kind of place my voice in a certain way so that, you know, I can sustain because. I want to be able to sing even better when I'm like 50 and 60, you know, I want to be able to sustain and breath is life. So with something like singing, you have to be really, you know, conscious of that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of um, artists you hear, they'll go on tour and they're like pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, you know, um, that you hear so-and-so had to get surgery on the, you know, such and such. And, such. and you're like, well, they just got out here, but it's because they were pushing so hard and they probably didn't have the right technique and they probably weren't breathing correctly. Literally you know? experienced that. And it was the most scariest thing, you know, like I've never toured, like I, I was performing at a point where I was to- performing like for nine months straight, like three okay. times a month. Yeah. And I was just so in love and excited and just like, let's keep going. I'm singing, I'm singing. And I had to really experience like, wait, you have to prioritize vocal rest, you know, mm-hmm. before your body tells you, oh, no, you have to be quiet for two weeks. And that is, you know, scary for a singer. Um, but since I, you know, everything happens for a reason. And so I'm glad I went through that injury free. But it just taught me to prioritize my silence, my rest and my breathing in the same way. You know, you may prioritize meditating or journaling or working out. Like, those are ways to strengthen your muscles so that you prevent injury in the long term. 
Um, let me play another song um, I like. Uh, this is um, from your album, and this is also with um, Ebony Pierce. So yeah. I want to play some of that with them for them. For sure. I like you like we like to fight and fight and love we shared you might think twice I like you like we like to fight and cry all night and I can't find the time to try I like you like we like to fight and fight and love we shared you might think twice I like you like we like to fight and cry all night and I can't find the time to try They not call to your cell phone Let the calls in the phone Listen close for that ringtone when I pull up at the friend, oh, oh, better be ready what I'm gonna do. Think on your neck, cause I want to. Break oh, cause it's fine too. Playing with fire, leaving no. So let me ask you, have you broken some rules recently? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, what what have you done that, um, in order for love, like let me ask you that: what what rules have you broken broken to get to love, to be with somebody that you love? I mean, what kind of rules did I break? I mean, there's times where like I'll probably it'll be a moment where it's like, does this is this right? Like, is this gonna be quote unquote accepted by society standards of you know what I should do? Mm. Like. You know, when people are like, oh, maybe you should date this person or you got to date somebody that is 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 equally yoked or whatever. But like, I feel yeah. I may have, you know, just pivoted and listened to what spirit tells me to do. That could be a fun rule or like, yo, you need to come see me tonight. What? I know we got a curfew, but you, you don't have to come over. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. there's those moments that I'll have. But I feel where I'm at love wise now is just like I'm just listening to spirit. Like I'm not closed. I'm open. And I'm just open to something that's going to help me build and grow towards my future goals. So, What did your parents tell you about love? Like when you were younger, did they have that talk with you? Or was it just about, you know, don't have sex? <laughs> I would say my parents, it's fun. Like my mom is very open with me. And she, cause, uh, she's just like, you better, you're going to learn with me before the world teaches you. So she'll like have those talks with me and had it treated me kind of like, an equal in a sense so that I I didn't like feel uncomfortable asking her things. And my dad, he's more reserved because mm. he grew up in a church, teacher's child. So certainly he would oh, try, try to shelter me from certain things, but like, you know, it's, that's life. We, we had our chances to talk. So like nowadays it's cool. Like they, they just want me to be happy, whatever and whoever I choose to love, they want me to be happy. Now, you know, they have this thing called like PK, a preacher's kids. That um, I don't know if that if you ever heard that phrase, a PK. Sure have. <laughs> yes, you have. Okay. I've had some other guests and they were like, yeah, we're PK, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> it's real. It definitely is real, I would say. So, what does that, what does that entail for you? Did, that, did you have to go to church every Sunday? What day, you know, were you praying at dinner every night? What was, what, how did that affect you? Well, I I definitely went to Catholic school for a few years. Okay. Mm. Right. So I've had that, you know, prayer every morning, prayer at lunch, and prayer, prayer, prayer. So, like, little do I know, like, it, it influenced me to just prioritize that relationship with God in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, and I always had a curiosity in a sense of, like, is this what I, is this right? Is this what my ancestors wanted to do? Like, is this what black people do? You know, like, so I've always had that like spiritual curiosity and that spiritual hunger 
to, to know like what it's like. Um, but I think growing up, my dad would definitely try to take me to church as much as I can. And my mom mm-hmm. would try as well when, whenever we could. Um, I would, you know, sing in choirs when I was like in school and that was always a thing. So I feel like it was always like the way I connected in church was always through the music. Like I would listen to the singers and that was what I really would feel, I guess, God's presence when the chorus, the choir was singing, the drummers were playing and the guitars and the harmony. Like, I feel like that's when I would feel most connected in church. You know, they have music therapy. And um, I was just listening to, like, there's a station here, KYW, it's a news station, but there's, they have a little doctor, and he comes on about different topics. And recently, they just started talking about music therapy. You know, because of this COVID situation, people's level of stress and anxiety are, are like, through the roof. How are you dealing? You're in Jamaica now, yeah? Yes, I am. So how is it over there with this COVID, and how are people dealing with that? So over here, I would say it's like the government is a bit more strict than in the States. Mm-hmm. I'm normally based in Jersey and we uh, <laughs> curfew. Yeah. But like they're not locking people up for breaking curfew, you know, mm-hmm. for curfew over here. You will go to jail. <laughs> so, wow. So that's one way that you know, I regulate. And um, everywhere I go, they take our temperature and give us hand sanitizer. Um, I just feel like they take it a little bit more serious because when it really boils down to it, like our hospital infrastructure isn't comparable to the U.S., which even couldn't take COVID. So I think okay. they're trying to be um, on top of it. Um, but it feels a little bit more free here and a bit more relaxed. I think the sun helps for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. I helps. And us being in the house, certain curfews helps. And my family's here. So like that, that helps me. If I want to get away and go to like a hotel or something, I could do that. Now, um, when you started writing, do you remember the first song you wrote? Um, the first song that I can remember is like <laughs> me and my little cousin. I'm big, I have a lot of cousins, so I would kind of be the I'm like the big cousin, so I'd be like, "All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna do this choreography. We're gonna do this song, and we're gonna make it, <laughs> you know." So okay. one of my first songs, I feel like I wrote with my cousin. We it was like there was this group called Fatty Coo. I don't know if you okay. ever. They no, were like, but go ahead. BET show and like they were like it was like a making the band style show and so they had a song and we like basically rewrote a song and we were like oh let's make a song and we're gonna call it we're gonna call it oops my bad I didn't mean to do that and we were just like using that as a <laughs> so funny and like we would take it from there and like create like parodies. And then I would like record us on like Mixcraft using my like American Idol video game phone. And we would just oh make Oh my parodies. goodness. But yeah, we made a whole like soldier boy, pretty boy swag song and called it like made it about snacks. Like we, we would just have fun. And that's what I like, like try to do with music. I'm like, it has to be fun. It has to be loving. And yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, they um, had sent me, like, I was looking at your bio, and you were talking about Black Boy Joy. You know, there are not a lot of photos here in America, just until recently, of Black men, Black boys being happy, just being free, you know. Um, Even with, like, the the movie Moonlight coming out, um, you have, you know, uh, homosexuality, but there's joy there. It's not like this, it's not crazy drama there is drama but it's there's the joy and the happiness um of people loving one another you know um 
Do you feel when you were growing up that you were taught only certain emotions were appropriate for a boy, or were you able to express a wide variety of emotions? I think it's, you know, that's true. Like, growing up, I'm Jamaican, and we have, like, kind of values that are, like, the man's got to be strong sometimes, you know, got to hard working, and sometimes it's like you can put your emotions to the side. Like, I, I would hear man up sometimes and, like, don't cry. Like, yeah. and, you know, and I'm like, what? Uh, so there there may have not been always safe spaces for me to express. But, like, as I've grown and as my family's grown, that's shifted. Um, mm-hmm. And But that's why I prioritize my joy so much and my peace so much. Because at the end of it all, I want to show people that, like, we have to take accountability for our joy and never let people steal it from us, no matter how much they try to like block our minds with like toxic energy and just like toxic beliefs and systems, we can recreate those. So you're going to always see me smiling. You always going to hear me laughing. I'll be loud and laugh. I'll be goofy. I'll yeah. books. You know, like I will, I think like I try to, I've always been like a bit of a rebel. So like, okay. if they want to say like, that's a little too feminine or like, that's a little too, I'm like, okay. And eh, who's going to check me? You know, like I'm right. going to do what I want to do. And right. I want to show my my family that my young people that are the young people I work with that that's okay. Your masculinity isn't defined by like, you know, how, how much, how much you can lift or like how, how emotionless you can be like, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Let me play some more of your music. This is um, my cup. Uh, this is the acoustic version. Uh, here you go. Look like a bully clover, high off life. Boy, you're sober, and she loves the life I sold her. Cup and run it over, I got. Look like a bully clover, high off life. Boy, you're sober, and she loves the life I sold her. I wanna take a drink from the fountain of you. I only wanna drink it too much too soon. Got too much too soon, and now I'm looking to you. Seeking the truth and trying to learn from your youth. Now speak fast about what it is that you want from me. You know, um, who do you look up to um, in the music industry? Like, who do you think you fashion yourself after, so to speak? Well, I'm a huge, huge Erica Badu fan, supporter. You know, I love her. Uh, when when my voice changed, uh, like, I, I, was, I was a late bloomer, and my voice changed, like, 16, 17, and it got mm. deep, and I was like, what do I do? I can't sing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found her music, and I was just like, whoa, like, I don't have to sing in the way that everyone thinks. I could sing how I feel, and that freedom and that expression and that just like spiritual connection just really reintroduced me to like what my sound could be and who I could be as an artist. And then I love Janelle Monet. I love Beyonce, you know? Really? Okay. You're a beehive person. Uh, very much so. Um, okay. I think that for me, I've always grown up listening to a lot of like women, especially like black women. Okay. And I feel like I, I just connect with them more because like black women are the source. And I feel like, Without the work, without them in the world, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a black woman. So, yeah, I I do love you know, black 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 women artists. So like those are usually the people that I like look to because Erica Badu with her freedom, Beyonce with her like just uh, impeccable delivery and consistent growth and raising the bar, and like even Janelle Monae with her just cinematic 
sound and just like worlds that she creates. Like I love, I love those women. Yeah. Now, you, like we say, you're in Jamaica. So like, what can you, can you cook? Like what's your good favorite oh, yeah. Jamaican dish? Come on now, Her, lay it on me, lay it on me. I cook you some coconut curry. You know what I'm saying? I make you some coconut curry shrimp, coconut curry what? chicken. Oh, I love coconut nice curry. Salad. I could okay. do all, all of that. My grandpa yeah. makes his own sauce. Um, and so I use that a lot when it comes to like our dishes. That's like a staple flavor in our family. So I love jerk. I'll jerk anything and everything. Um, <laughs> and I will have no shame about that. So Okay. Okay. That, I mean, that's look, the love language for me. My friends you know, know that can get to a woman's heart or a man's heart sometimes through the, through the stomach. Is the I'm, way yeah. to go, you know? <laughs> They'd be calling me like, can you cook for me, please? You going to bring me a little something? I think about it. What's something hard, like, maybe that you, you haven't learned yet to cook? Like, you want, like, maybe. Goat. I have goat. not learned how to cook curry goat or, like, oxtail. And the funny thing is my mom tells me it's easy. And mm. I definitely think the strategy probably is, but you got to get your own, like, flow with that. And goat is something that is so good and I never used to think so uh-huh. but I want to get that right because like I need to have my kids eating that as like I did growing up and have that same <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I right. curry go recipes die with my with the older generation I need to like get that down so. oh my god you better hurry up man you better hurry up don't I wait have to. <laughs> <laughs> so now um where if you wanted to travel where would you go in the world you know I've had the luxury of going a lot of places, but I feel like what I really want to explore is just Africa more. Mm-hmm. I went to like the east coast of Africa, um, Tanzania. Okay. One. But I want to go to Ghana. You know, I want to go because that's where like my ancestors are from. I want to go to Ghana. I want to go to Nigeria. Um, I want to go to South Africa. I really want to travel that continent because I just feel like the source energy there is powerful, and I feel like, you know, I just want to be around black people, <laughs> you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting you say that you want to be around black people. I just had an African author on from uh, Uganda. She's located right now in the U.K., but um, when she was talking, when she's home, she doesn't consider herself black. Yeah. She only thought of herself black when there was white. Yeah. You know, um, but there was colorism, which we discussed. Yeah. So now how do you deal with that, you know, uh, in Jamaica? Uh, is there an issue of colorism happening? Yeah, I would definitely say, like, something here that I've witnessed that I definitely want to help, like, champion is, like, there's, like, the whole bleaching thing. Okay. And I just think it's a big part of that, again, is because of capitalism and the people who are in power whether that be Asians or white people, and okay. they look to them and see, like, wait, you know, I can bleach my skin, get lighter, and, like, obtain more power. And I think that that's not just an exclusive to Jamaica. There's places in Africa like that. But I just want to encourage people to love their skin more because, like, even in my family, like, I'm, I'll consider myself dark-skinned, but some people may say I'm brown-skinned. And then, like, yeah. cousins who are even lighter than me because – of our ancestor lineage and then some who are even darker than me. And I just want to encourage them that they're beautiful regardless because your skin tone, just like your speaking voice or your hair texture is just one component of what makes you beautiful and what makes you amazing. So like 
that that's just like an asset. You know, so many people around the world want to look like you. Some they wish they could glow like you. They wish their skin had the richness and the protection that your skin offers. So I'm just trying to find ways to emulate that and show that in a in a better way, like through my art. So like you always gonna see some beautiful black people in my art videos yeah. because isn't that crazy that how people want to be like brown skin and they'll do all these things. And then we have other people who are bleaching their skin. Yes, and I'm like, just you give you've been given something so unique and one of a kind and beautiful that is in you. Like, if you embrace it, imagine how many other young people looking up to you can learn to embrace what they have. You know, because I'm black. I'm like I'm dark. I'm light. Whatever. Like I'm all of it. Like mm-hmm, you know, depending on the time of year, I'm a bit darker. Depending exactly. On, and whatever I have, I'm gonna embrace it. Yeah, it's um, amazing. Now, let me ask you, what are you going to be doing next? What can we hear from you next? Uh, will we see some more videos? Um, are you going to do some more, some another EP? What what you got going on next? So, like, I'm one to, I love a good remix, you know. That's one thing about me is I love a good remix. So, okay. I'm working on some um, remixes to share with people um, because I'm obviously in Jamaica for an extended time. So, I don't have access to all of my, you know, producers the way that I want, but Right. I'm working on some new stuff, and I'm I'm loving what's coming out from being here. So you'll get some remixes. Um, what you could expect is, is something like visual that you've never seen from me before. Okay. Uh, a look inside of like my creation process and like my history and what it took to get here. So I'm working on a you know some something like a film, like a documentary type of. Yeah, and I'm yeah. excited to share that because it gives you kind of insight about like what it took to get to this point of clarity and uh yeah this year you'll 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 transform with me and then we'll be we'll be on to the next era which is going to definitely you know be out of the box and sonically and just visually so I'm, I'm definitely excited to to just bring my audience along with me more affirmations more healing sounds and just more authenticity that sounds really great. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, when you get your next big project, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you back on and play some of the music. Um, I'm going to try to give some copies away of the EP if people want them. Yeah, and uh, it, You know, I got to number eight on the iTunes R&B and Soul chart. So what? that was my for doing that. So I appreciate you um, for even having me on and the willingness to share the music because I put my heart into all of that. Yeah, no, I heard, I mean, uh, you know, you see traditional things, and then I'm always, like, looking for people, and I just go, like, my heart, and somebody had recommended a singer to me one time, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out, so I'm listening, and it, like, took, like, three songs, and I was like, I'm not feeling, I I don't know what this, I can't, you know, really, and then, you know, I'll hear something, like, I heard your voice, and I was like, yo, who's that, who, like, what? Who's that? So I like was listening to like so many of your videos and I was just like, okay, I, all right, we're going to try this. We're going to reach out to this person because yeah, uh-huh, whatever he, something's going on here. And then also I love the spiritual conversations you were having with your listeners and, and followers and just trying to, you know, get them centered and everything. I thought that was really great. You, a lot of people online are very hyper, you know, yeah, for sure. They're, they're doing a lot of hyper you know, just to get attention, crazy things, and you were just like, breathe with me, you know, I was like, okay, we need this right now, you know, we really need this. Like, let's relax, 
because I need to relax because I'm an <laughs> air and I'm hyper myself. So sometimes I have to tell myself to sit down. So I'm like, let me. I'm sh- literally sharing with you what I'm doing to ground myself to invite you into finding something that works for you. And if it works, I'm happy because yeah. we're all healing together. Well, thank you so much, by Hayes, for listening um, to your heart and creating some great music. I'm glad you came on today. I'm going to be giving away some copies of um, your EP. And um, now, where can people find you online? Tell them your your hooks, like uh, on Twitter and Instagram and things like that. For sure. Thank you again for having me, Joy. Like I, I appreciate it. It was a pleasant surprise seeing your email <laughs> inbox. I was like, let's do it. Let's have fun. So good. Good. You can find me on um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those social media apps at I am by Hayes. That's I A M B Y H A Z E. And you can check my website out, byhayes.co. I have a tons of merch, shirts with affirmations on them. Um, I actually have a photo book out that I launched this year, only about five copies left. Okay. Um, I even have some cups, my cups, um, run it over jars that you could you know affirm you with every sip so we, we got some stuff for you on my website so yeah check. maybe I'll, I'll give some something from there away you know that might be something people might like so yeah. uh, i'll tell people to follow me on twitter at joy keys also check me out on facebook saturday mornings with joy keys and on instagram saturdays with joy keys and maybe you can win some merch hey. as they say uh from by hayes let's do um, it and and uh you will be at peace and uh, in, a, in a state of love. <laughs> sure. That's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. I'm going to end the show um, with your song, Magnetic, hey, uh, for them to fun. hear. All <laughs> right. All right. Take it easy. Bye, Hayes. You have a great weekend, okay? You too, love. Peace. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.